Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of Let's Talk Sports with Timothy McCain. Today, we're going to be talking about who is the greatest athlete of all time. Now, when it comes to the greatest athlete of all time, you know, you hear a lot of on these sports shows like Undisputed and stuff like that where it says, who's the greatest athlete? And they always compare Michael Jordan or Tom Brady. But really, the greatest athlete of all time is really has really become perception-based. It's always been the next guy in. Back in 2017, the greatest athlete of all time was Roger Federer. Roger Federer had the mo- the majority of the ga- Grand Slams. He was the guy who had the most wins and everything, and etc. So he was the top guy. But since most people enjoy basketball and football over tennis, people including myself, never really watched a full match of tennis before, but I don't have to. I don't have to know the game to understand the greatness that Roger Federer has had. He's been about as dominant as as long as I've been alive. Roger Federer has been, uh, but he's only the mix. Unless it's not an argument to say that Roger Federer is the greatest athlete of all time, because for me, when I look at it, I want to judge players. Based on not just their greatness in one sport, but greatness in multiple sports. That's why guys like Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Serena Williams, and Roger Federer are not the greatest athletes. They're the greatest athletes in their sport. Well, Michael Jordan, you could argue LeBron or Will Chamberlain, in my opinion, but you could argue. And of course, Tom Brady could argue he's not—he's—he's he's the greatest quarterback of all time. But is he gr- the greatest player? Um, the reason why I would say no to that—he's the best quarterback that we've ever seen. He's the most winningest quarterback we've ever seen. A guy who was drafted in the sixth round, 199th pick, for him to be able to play and actually have done better in age than when he was his first seven seasons. Peyton Manning, John Elway. And all the other great quarterbacks, Dan Marino, all these other great quarterbacks, they they were better than Tom Brady. Tom Brady was just was just a guy who won three Super Bowls because Bill Belichick was arguably the greatest coach of all time. But then a flip happened when Randy Moss went to the New England Patriots. Then we got to see a whole new Tom Brady throwing a, a season record, fifty touchdowns at the time. They went 17 and 0 and would have been and would have become the greatest NFL team in, in 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 history. But they lost to the Giants 17 to 14 in the Super Bowl. So they're not so they can't be considered the greatest. They're the greatest to never win it. Um but I cannot say that oh, and we're missing Muhammad Ali. So that's why I cannot say that when when I when I when I look at people who've dominated their sport, you have to give them the credit. The only reason why, the only argument you can make about being the greatest athlete truly is if they dominated and played different sports. Players like Jim Thorpe, Jim Brown, Jackie Robinson, Bob Hayes, John Elway were players who excelled and dominated in multiple sports. Jim Brown not only 
was the NFL's all-time leading rusher at one point. Not only did he average five yards to carry a game and had over 12,000 rushing yards, but he was an All-American in lacrosse. He was a track star, and he led the Syracuse. His, he led his Syracuse team in points when he was in college. That is excellence. Jackie Robinson was an, was an All-American player. Bob Hayes is the only NFL player to win an, a Super Bowl championship and Olympic gold medal. Deion Sanders is the only NFL player to play in a World Series and in an NFL Super Bowl championship game. The only one. It takes dedication, will, and talent to be the greatest athlete of all time. Well, I want to say this. The whole notion of greatest athlete and then we use dominance of one sport is disrespecting the sports world in general. Because there's different practices, there's different positions, and there's just so many different things there's just there's just so many different ways where you have to judge who is the greatest. You always have to go by the eras and you have to go by the sport. There's no such thing as the greatest athlete unless you're talking about from multiple sports. And even Jim Thorpe, as great as Jim Thorpe was. Jim Thorpe played 13 seasons in the, in um in the NFL seven seasons in major league baseball. He didn't have great he didn't have great numbers, but he had good numbers. He was good all around. Many old timers view Jim Thorpe as someone who is the greatest player of all time, greatest athlete of all time because he had a plethora of of uh sports. He also uh won gold medals into in the pentathlon and the uh, decathlon. So obviously this guy was an incredible talent. But due to it being so long ago and we don't know about it, we don't judge these guys on how great they were. But I want to say that even though... Oh yeah, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson's one. Even though... I want to say this. Even though I don't believe that there can be a legitimate argument of the greatest athlete of all time, when it comes to all sports, I want to recognize the players who dominated their sports and also dominated theirs. That's why I gave you the list of the Bo Jacksons, the Jim Browns, the, the Jim Thorpes, the Deion Sanders. These are the guys who dominated or played well enough in different sports to be recognized. As great as Michael Jordan was and as great as Tom Brady is, they only dominated one sport. Tom Brady, as great as a quarterback as he is, as great as a leader as he is, he has benefited from the rules of quarterbacks not being able to be hit. Now, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan was always an incredible scorer. I mean, the man for six seasons shot 50% from the field. In his, when he was 38 and 39 years old, he averaged 22 points a game, and he averaged 20 points a game. 
and he shot 40% from the field. And that was with a three-year layoff. He was a general manager and then came back in the league and averaged 20. To do that is incredible. At 38 years old, the man is a model of consistency. But he dominated after the great ones retired. He, he, he won championships when Larry Bird's, the Magic Johnson's, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, Moses Malone's were all retired and gone or didn't have the same influence. Magic was still playing in the 90s, but he didn't have that same effect that he had in the 80s. The 80s were the Sixers, the Pistons, the Lakers, and the Celtics realm. And and Michael was a part of that. Was he leading the league in scoring every other year? Yes. He led the league in scoring 10 times. He's arguably the greatest offensive player of all time. We talk about James Harden. He's having an incredible season. But he's only led the league in scoring twice. So he is not the greatest offensive player of all time. That belongs to Michael Jordan. That's why Michael Jordan is great. Not just because of the fact that he's won six titles and he's undefeated in the finals, but the fact that he led the league in scoring and he was dominant and he was the best player. But he didn't win, and we judge it by wins. And he did not dominate in an era in the 80s. He did not dominate in an era where there were other players that were just as good or better than him. Yes, Michael Jordan was an offensive talent, but it was when the Pistons... When they were beating him up, that he decided that he had to change and get stronger and get bigger. Then in the 90s, he started to take advantage of that. And he became the face. Tom Brady is the same way. Tom Brady, he was already a champion. But Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning is a more talented player than Tom Brady. But Peyton Manning is gonna be not gonna be remembered better. You know what a really good example is? Peyton Manning. Is like Will Chamberlain and Tom Brady is like Bill Russell. Bill Russell was the captain of the Celtics. He was the leader, the face, the man who made it all, who, the, the man who was the face of the 11 championships the Celtics had. He was the guy who, he was the glue that made it all together. Tom Brady is the glue that makes it all together. Peyton Manning and Will Chamberlain are similar because. Their dominance when it comes to just pure athletic ability, just pure skill. They were better. They had better numbers. If you match him up, you know, his first years or whatever, if you match him up, he was the guy. He they, they were just better, but they didn't win. That's why Eli Manning, for many, many, many years, was revered more. Or let's say this. Eli Manning was never revered more than Peyton Manning. But he was labeled as a winner. There was, that, there was a stat that was done a long time ago that said that Eli Manning was uh, the, the, the clutchest quarterback in the playoffs. But only if there was only playoff games and not a regular season that Eli Manning would be a Hall of Famer. But that's not how it works. That's why Julian Edelman is not a Hall of Famer. As great as Julian Edelman has been in the playoffs, he's only got 30 touchdowns. Cliff Branch is not in the Hall of Fame. The man has 67 touchdowns in the 70s in a running league. And he's got two Super Bowls. 
And we're talking about Julian Edelman on all these sports shows that I love. Speak for yourself. Undisputed. First take. They talk about Julian Edelman. But being a Hall of Fame, they say, well, Lynn Swamp, why is not? Why is Cliff Branch not in the Hall of Fame? Cliff Branch should be in the Hall of Fame. Because Cliff Branch was a great player on the Oakland Raiders. He was one of the glues that made that thing to work. And if it weren't for the Steelers, they would have won more Super Bowls. That's my point about that. So, but for me overall, I believe that the greatest of all time is got to be about players who dominated their positions, but also dominated in other sports positions. And guys like Jim Brown and Jim Thorpe dominated other positions better than Michael Jordan. I do not think that Tom Brady would have been a good basketball player. I don't think he would have been a good tennis. He might have been a good tennis player if he practiced. But he didn't, as far as I know. But I look at it, and I'm like, I look at it like LeBron and 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 they they always compare LeBron to Tom Brady. And I say, could LeBron play in the NFL? They say, who's the greatest athlete? Is LeBron or Tom Brady? I say, no. LeBron couldn't have played in the NFL. He's too tall. They go for his knees. He'd have a couple good seasons, but then they get him and he'd get hurt. He's too big. Tom Brady playing basketball? Nah. He could he he might be able to play now a little bit because the rules changing. And you can't touch jump shooter. That's why James Harden flopping, shooting threes. People calling it, even though obviously that he literally walk into somebody, breathe blow on somebody, it's a foul. Like, what is that about? I mean, it's genius, but it's not beautiful for the game. It's not. I know everybody talks about they love it, but it's not good for the game. I love James Harden's game is good. But the faking the, the the foul shots, like him shooting like 20 free throws and everything like that, ain't nobody want to see that. That's not good for the game. You got to shoot. That's like that's like when the Spurs used to foul DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan from the Clippers. And you know, the Clippers were a fast break team. They were a fast break team. And you got, you got the coach of the Spurs. I mean, you got him. You you got Popovich on fast break fouling DeAndre Jordan. What kind of mess is that? Good game plan. Born to watch. We didn't we didn't come here to watch a boring game. We came here to watch excitement. And that's what guys like Michael Jordan, Jim Brown, Tom Brady. LeBron James, that's what they bring. That's why they're in these GOAT discussions. But greatest of all times, no. GOAT discussion in positions unless you play multiple positions. They No player, no, that's my argument. That is my argument. No player who's only played one sport and only was good in one sport, should. they should not be in discussion for the greatest athlete of all time. It should only be... For the players that played in multiple positions. Because then you get to see who the greatest athlete is of all time. Because it's more involved. And you have to do more. And you have to learn more. If you're just doing one thing. And you master it. 
obviously you're going to be better than someone who who hasn't mastered it. But if you're able to master one thing and then go to another thing and master it and do better and do and do just as good, then that is what an athlete is, not just a position or a player. It's not just a position. It's it's actually what an athlete is. And uh, so that is my argument. Um, you know, I also know there's a sports world of uh, the Lakers. The Lakers, you know, they're going to um, they they pulled away from uh, from the AD offers. I think that was a good move because the New Orleans Pelicans are in their feelings, and uh, I just think that uh, they gotta they need to make the trade. They need to make the trade if they they want if they want something for AD. If they if they don't if they do not trade him, he is not signing back, and they lose. But that's just a, that's just a little side note. This a little side note, but you know that that's what I have to that's what I have to say today. Uh, thank you for listening to Let's Talk Sports with Timothy McCain, and have a good one.